to the fatherless, a mother to the fatherless, it's here, everything you need, God's a healer, it's here, it's here, there's no lack in the kingdom, whatever you need, whatever you need, whatever you need, call on the Lord, it's here. It's here, Jehovah Rapha, it's here. God my healer, it's here. Jehovah Jireh, it's here. he's your provider, it's here. he is here. here, whatever you need, everything you need, it's here, it's here, it's here, God's got your back. He'll never let you down. Yes, Lord. It's here. It's here. It's here. Oh, yeah. It's here. He'll never fail you. He'll never let you down.
with great expectancy. Come on, claim it, declare it, speak it. Speak it, declare it. I believe God for whatever it is because my faith tells me I can put it in the atmosphere and it'll manifest. Touch your neighbor and say, it'll manifest. It shall come to pass. I dare you to encourage somebody and say, it shall come to pass. Oh, it's all right to look at somebody and tell them, it shall come to pass. Whatever it is that you've been praying for, God knows it. He hears it. He sees it. He, hallelujah. He won't let you down. Hallelujah. And I see hands of faith all over the building this morning. Just raise just hands of faith, believing God for whatever it is. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Spirit. Hallelujah. I shall have. I shall have. What I decree. What I decree. Yes, I believe. Yes, I believe. It belongs to me. It belongs to me. What I decree, yes, what I decree, yes, I God, what I decree, what I decree. 
your hands on yourself. Lay your hands on yourself. Open your mouth and say, I shall have, I shall have. Sometimes when you're in a struggle so long, the devil wants to trick your mind to make you think that you can't have it. That God's forgotten about you. That your prayers are not reaching God. But I want to declare this morning that the devil is a liar. How many believe God this morning? Come on, declare it. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. 
find a neighbor and touch and agree and say yes I believe believe. even if you got to reach across the aisle and tell them blessing continue to praise God this morning we're not going to stop there we're going to continue to praise God this morning for he is worthy indeed he is worthy bless them Lord I want to say good morning to you all those who are uh, watching virtually we want to say welcome I'm here to read uh, to pray for the morning prayer and to read the morning scripture ask that you stand as we pray. And before I pray for the next 30 seconds to a minute, I want everybody to earnestly pray for yourselves. The reason I say that is because I feel as though some of you have been stretched beyond your capacity. And not that you don't have the capacity, but you've been praying for so many other people that you've emptied yourself out and not gone back to God to get revival. When you get on an airplane and the air pressure 
lowers and the oxygen mask come down, they tell you to put your own mask, your mask on first before somebody else's. And I think the saints of God have to remember that you have to value yourself. And so for the next 30 seconds, I ask that you pray for yourselves before I begin to pray that God stretch your capacity, that new revival happens within your soul, that he does a new thing in you, <laughs> that he shows you your purpose, that he reveals to you who you are. Father God, we love you, we thank you, and we honor you this morning. Oh God, we thank you for waking us up one more day. We thank you for bringing us in the sanctuary, oh God, to dwell among you, God. <laughs> what better place to be? Father, there's a group of people out there, whether watching online, oh God, or in the sanctuary, oh God, who need you, Father, more than they have ever before. Father, they need a revival in their spirit. So, Father, help them to surrender themselves to you wholeheartedly, oh God. Father, do a new thing. Revive their spirits, oh God, that they can continue to go out, oh God, and produce fruit for you. That they can be disciples of your word. Father, we thank you for embracing us in this place, oh God. We thank you for dwelling among us in this place, oh God. We thank you for resting and residing among us today, oh God. So, Father, as we sit here, oh God, we ask that you remove all distraction from us, oh God. Whatever is going on on the outside world, oh God, remove it from our minds, oh God, that we may be able to hear your word and that it may be able to feed our souls. Father, we ask that your word go forth across this pulpit with power and demonstration. Touch us right where we are, oh God. Come down from your throne, oh God, and rest on us, Father. Pierce our heart that we may be able to see you that we may be able to climb our ear to your word, and that we may be able to go out stronger, wiser, with more faith, oh God, with more resilience, with more strength, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. The morning scripture will be coming from Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. Revelation chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. And it reads like this. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, have prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb 
having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. If you're excited that Jesus is your king, your lion, and your lamb, give God a praise. The morning scripture. something happens when you call the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I've seen it happen for myself. Yes, Lord. What the devil meant for evil, just at the name of Jesus alone, there was protection. In the book of Mark, we hear about the story of blind Bartimaeus. Bible says he was sitting by the road and he heard because he couldn't see it. He heard that Jesus was I want you to sit with that for a little bit. His eyes couldn't see it so he just had to believe by the sound. And when he heard the footsteps of Jesus passing by the Bible says that he relentlessly cried out, Jesus, Jesus, have mercy on me. The Bible says that he asked what he needed from the Lord. And the Bible says that he caught the attention of Jesus. What happens when someone calls your name? It, it gets your attention. Bible says, and I believe the word of the Lord, that he says, your faith has made you whole. So you couldn't see me coming. My God. So faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So if you just have enough faith just to call on the name of Jesus, come on, even before we start singing, let's just put it in the atmosphere. Jesus. Jesus, 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 hey God, I believe him, song says, Jesus, 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 
help us say it.
blessing is like fire. Shut up in my bones. Something happens, Something happens. Yeah. Somebody ought to be excited about the name of Jesus alone. I dare you to have enough faith to declare it and speak it all over this house. Come on, come on, declare the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus.
Glory, hallelujah. Come on, let's give God a praise. It's something, something about that wonderful name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, hallelujah. Something about that wonderful name, Jesus. Hallelujah. That mighty, that powerful, that glorious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. People are healed through their name, Jesus. Souls are saved through their name, Jesus. It's just so much about that name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Have you ever tried calling it? Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. You talking about a release? Try the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's get God a praise for our praise team. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There's something about the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Certainly we thank you. We praise God for everyone that is here. Amen. On this day, praise God. We come now to be a blessing unto the house of God. You that are home, praise God, amen, you can be a blessing as well, praise God, it is crossing the screen as you watch us on, amen, hallelujah, YouTube, a live screen, praise God, we want to be a blessing today unto the house of God, so we ask you now, amen, to go to your places of money, praise God, and come on, let's give together in the name of Jesus, glory to God, our ushers is taking their place, our deacons are taking their places, hallelujah, praise God. Amen. We just need you, amen, to do the rest. Amen. By bringing an offering into the house. Glory to God. We have Deacon Doro. He's prepared, amen, to you help you with your swiping. Amen. Today, in the name of Jesus. We ask everyone now to stand with your blessing in your hand. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're going to look to the Lord. Father, we thank you and we praise you, God. We thank you, Jesus, for giving us strength, oh God, to be able to enter into this place, oh God. Every the one that is watching today, live screen, we ask you to touch in a mighty way, oh God, that we be a blessing, oh God, to this house today. In the name of Jesus, oh God, receive our blessing now, in Jesus' name, amen. We ask you to stand, come, amen, on the direction of our ushers, in Jesus' name.
glory hallelujah certainly we thank god for all you have given today in jesus name praise god i'm gonna ask you to stand with me now praise god as we receive our pastor amen he's coming with the word of god and come on and put your hands together give god a praise for him now in jesus name amen let's give jesus some praise today he's worthy come on give him glory yeah put those hands together won't you give him praise like you really love him today he's been good to you i said he's been good to you i said he's been good to you so give him the praise hallelujah hallelujah yes glory 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 yes had it not been for jesus where would i be he has been so faithful to us praise the lord everybody i honor the lord jesus christ on today as we always say because he is the boss uh, and he is worthy certainly of all of our praise all of the glory belongs to him uh, and to all of the men of god that are here and to our assistant pastor and deacons and mothers and missionaries the lady fields uh, to all of our musicians and praise team and to all of you who are gathered here this morning in the temple and those who have connected with us via live stream we say praise the lord one more time uh, hallelujah he is lord of lords king of kings he is all that we need and we are so grateful to him father we're so grateful for your goodness and for you allowing us once again to come together to worship you to praise your wonderful and adorable name we ask lord that you would bless us through your word we need your word can't live without it feed our souls on today please sir don't let anyone leave this house the same way that they've come oh god touch as only you can let someone shout out i've been healed let someone feel that healing virtue even now before your word goes forth reach out and touch them let someone oh god begin to speak in tongues as the spirit of the lord gives the utterance send your holy ghost power hallelujah not only here but somebody sitting in their living room while your word is going forth your word says as they preached they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Send your fire. Send your anointing, we ask. Bless us in this place and we'll give your name the praise. In Jesus' name we praise. Say it with me in Jesus' name. Amen. The gospel according to St. Mark, we have been preaching a series um, simply entitled Time. Talking about the fact that time is something that has been neglected and taken for granted and uh, the Lord has led us to do a three-part series on time. Uh, this will be the third and final installment unless the Lord leads me to extend it. Uh, but uh, we first opened up out of the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and we talked about when seasons change. The second installment came out of Hebrews chapter 6, verse 15, 
Um, and the subject was hold on and hold out. And we said that we would talk first about time as it relates to seasons, then time as it relates to process today. We'll be dealing with time as it relates to Christ's return. So we're in the gospel according to St. Mark chapter 13. Won't you stand with me? Just one verse I want to read in your hearing. The gospel according to St. Mark chapter 13, verse 33. When you have it, say amen. It sounds like this, take ye heed, watch and pray. For ye know not when the time is. Let's read that together in concert. Take ye heed, watch and pray. For ye know not when the time is. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Sanctify it in our hearts that we may grow thereby. I want to use as a subject this morning, what time is it? What time is it? Ask someone before you sit down, say, what time is it? From childhood, I've heard that Jesus is coming, and I'm sure so have generations before me. My father heard it. My uncle heard it. My grandmothers heard it. My mother, I'm sure, heard it. We've heard it so much until I think uh, we've heard it so much until over the years, some, if not many, have become spiritually, even emotionally insensitive to this truth. What proves it is that many in the church and around the church either live or behave as though they really don't believe Jesus is coming. Perhaps it's because of the time that has elapsed, because even since the time of Jesus, when he walked the earth, while he was here, he said, I'm coming again, coming back for my people. But you would think with all of our singing and shouting, running and dancing, and where is the discerning or understanding of the times? Where are the folks that have been in the word of God that can discern that things are changing and the word of God is unraveling right in front of my face. Understanding the times, understanding the times that came to me in meditation and preparing for worship, understanding the times that we're living in. I'm, I'm reminded of what the Bible says concerning the sons of Issachar. He had four boys, Tola, Puba, Yab, and Shimron, that were anointed by God even back in the Old Testament. And the Bible says they understood not only chronological time, but spiritual and political time as well. Because the Lord gifted them, they were able to talk about things that had already happened how Israel and the people of God lined up even politically and how their voice should be crying out loud and how they should understand what was going on 
around them. Even back then, they were told it's not time to play. It's not time to fool around with God's word. We should be able to discern then, according to how the sons of Issachar thought, what God was doing and when he was going to do something next. They knew when one move of God was ending and another move of God was beginning. The Bible even says they excelled in knowledge of the law of God, which means they studied the word of God. They, they didn't just read it once a week, but they stayed in God's word. They stayed on their knees. So it behooves me as a man of God to speak to the people of God today and say we need to know the times biblically where we are. Just like you watch the news, read the word. Just like you read a book, read the word. Find out where we are because I don't want to be caught with my works undone. I don't, I don't want to be in the place where I'm taking God's word for granted or where I don't even know what his word is saying concerning what's going on around me. Look down your own and say, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and as people of God, we, we can't just be shouters and singers. We've, we've got to walk with an understanding that things are happening for a reason. Stuff is getting worse around us and... Hallelujah. The saints are just complaining about what they see, and you need to plug the word in and discover that some things are happening that are supposed to happen, and they're lining up. The word of God is lining up, and it behooves me to have a deeper understanding of God's word. Not only the sons of Issachar that I can use as an example, but in the wisdom literature, Job, Psalms, Ecclesiastes, even the Song of Songs, it talks about knowing the surroundings. It's true that many sayings in those books that I mentioned are proverbial, but it gives us an indication that when things are happening around us, we shouldn't just wink at it. We shouldn't just talk about it. Child, did you see? Did you hear what was going on? No, it's, it's a time to meditate and say, Lord, why are these things happening? And what do I need to do to prepare? Say that word with me, prepare. It astonishes me at times when uh, the saints just talk about what's going on, but they don't ever seem to come to the conclusion that perhaps I need to do some soul searching find out what's going on and because what if some of that stuff that's happening over there happens over here where I live and I'm not ready to see my Lord. It, anything can happen at any time and what if God catches you playing church? What if he, what if he just hallelujah finds you in the frame of mind where you really don't want to serve him anymore. And the reason why we have books like Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, it's to give us, 
hallelujah, formative information concerning the mind and heart of God. He, he wants us to have it all, but in order to have it all, we have to be willing to give up everything we already have and remember that everything you already have, you wouldn't have it unless God didn't give it to you. So my life should be lived to honor him and in the back of my mind and deep down in my heart, I should have an understanding that things are going to be better only if I've given my entire life over to him. Now, some of you might say, well, that's a bit much, Fields. You, you, you're giving us too much. I have plans. I, I want to do some things, and I haven't done it yet. What if Jesus comes before you get it done? Hallelujah. And you were found not desiring him, not really wanting to be his child. It's Jeremiah that would rise in his day and he would point out even in Old Testament times during a time of exile that hallelujah, these things are happening because you will not turn your hearts and minds completely over to him. Because of this, the times are dictating to you. Hallelujah. You're running and hiding like the world when you should be telling the world, get right so when Jesus comes, you'll be ready to go back with him. Hallelujah. So Jeremiah would run through their history and even bring them up to cue and let them know that if you don't get yourself together, the same things that happened before that brought you into bondage will bring you back into bondage all over again was Peter that would remind the people of God that you are to live your life as though you're just traveling through. Hallelujah. Don't walk around here acting like you really belong here, not if you're really a child of God. Hallelujah. So he would exhort them to submit to the word of God to submit to the will of God. He, he would even tell them that you need to even develop an understanding of the times around you and you don't have time to play games with your salvation. If you're going to be saved, be saved. If you're going to be in the world, be in the world. Don't straddle the fence. And he's talking to born-again believers. Listen to what Peter said. He said, lay aside all of your malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings and stop acting like babies and start desiring the sincere hallelujah milk of the word that you will grow he's telling them it's time hallelujah to grow up and be what God intends for you to be because he's coming back for a church that is ready hallelujah look down your row and say you gotta be ready 
Yes, you got to be ready. And sad to say, even Jesus would make note of it as he teaches out of the parable of the ten virgins. Five were wise and five were foolish. Hallelujah. There were five that had oil in their lamps and five who just walked around with the lamp and they did not bother to keep their lamps trimmed and filled with oil. And when the bridegroom came, those who had no oil screamed out to those who had some and said, give us some of your oil. Now, hallelujah, I'm not stingy, but I'm so glad that those who had the oil said, no, you get up, go to the store and get some oil for yourself. Scream down your row and say, get your own oil. Yes, because when Jesus comes, he's coming back for those who are filled, not those who are empty. He's coming back for those who are filled. And we've got too many in the house who won't bother to get filled. You, you don't mind getting dressed. You don't mind coming to church. Hallelujah. But you have an issue with the filling. And, but it's the filling that establishes the fact that you can be ready when he comes the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead shall quicken your mortal body it is impossible for a car to drive with no gas in the tank I dare you to try it I dare you to let all the gas out the tank and then try to drive down the street it would be impossible for you to be raptured with no Holy Ghost on the inside. Scream at somebody again and say, you better make sure you have some oil in your tank. Scripture text here that I read out of the Gospel of St. Mark. He is writing with the intention of strengthening the foundations of our faith. Hallelujah. And if need be, he's letting us know that we need to be faithful even if we have to suffer, even if we have to endure some kind of trial or tribulation. Why? Because just like Jesus went through, so his children will go through situations also. Hallelujah. His gospel is shorter than the gospel according to St. Matthew. And he doesn't give us a full account of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, but he makes emphasis on what Jesus did. It's called the action gospel because he wanted us to know that not only did Jesus say so, but he did so. Hallelujah. If he said he would heal, he healed. If he said he would deliver, he would deliver. If he said he would make away he would make a way so uh, mark cuts to the chase and said the beginning here is the beginning of the gospel of jesus christ he is the son of god he would uh, he would deal with why hallelujah how jesus would heal sick people he would speak to demons 
demons and the demons would flee. He would talk about how Jesus would lay hands on blinded eyes and the eyes would open up. And not only did he talk to us about what Jesus did, but he talks to us about what came out of the master's mouth. Hallelujah. In other words, whatever promise Jesus made, rest assured it would come to pass. If he said, I'm on my way to your house, rest assured when you got home, everything was in order. And if Jesus tells us that he's coming back again, rest assured he's going to come back again. Scream at somebody and say, just like he said he would he's coming back again. Didn't the Old Testament prophet tell us that he is not a man that he should lie? Neither is he the son of man that he should have to repent. And when God wraps himself in flesh and says my name is Jesus, he opens his mouth and said I'm going away to prepare a place for you that where I am there he may be also if it were not so I would have told you but I'm going away and I'm coming back for my children scream at somebody and say just like he said he would Jesus is coming back listen you can't just believe him for healing you can't just trust God for money in your pocket bills being paid you may as well go all the way and say and he's coming back again he did not save me to leave me in this place I know some of you act like it but he didn't save us to leave us here and on this occasion Mark he records it just like it's recorded in the other gospels that Jesus is visiting the temple and uh, you know the Jews were very excited about the house it was beautiful the, the seating was comfortable it, uh, hallelujah it was nice to walk around and they were proud let me tell you about every brick about uh, every piece of furniture they, they were proud about the building and uh, they said see Jesus what we built how do you feel about the house and Jesus shakes his head and said, listen, I'm sorry to tell you, but there's going to be a day where not one stone of this building will be in place. And uh, they may have gotten an attitude, but Jesus wanted them to know you. You're all caught up in the house uh, and you're letting your own soul fall apart. You're, you're looking at the wrong things. You, you can brag about the house and coming to the church. Uh, hallelujah. But I'm concerned with the condition of your soul. You, you've got holes in your soul. The, the, the building is beautiful but you got holes in your soul you hallelujah sitting on a beautiful chair but your soul has become raggedy because you will not concern yourself with the, with the things of God and he speaks 
speaks to them and uh, the disciples get curious and say Lord tell us when shall the end be give us some uh, information and uh, he says first of all you know how folks get when uh, you start asking them a whole lot of questions and uh, Jesus may have even had an attitude and uh, first of all you, you need to be careful and uh, don't let, let anyone deceive you the first uh, inclination that uh, things are about to happen is when people all around you start getting uh, deceived that same person you you had conversation with about holiness and now they're talking to you about well it's alright uh, it don't mean the same thing uh, it used to mean and Jesus said look out for that that uh, that's a spirit of deception and uh, many are going to come in my name and deceive the saints of God wars and rumors of wars but be not troubled because all of these things must be but the end is not yet nation rising against nation kingdom against kingdom earthquakes and diverse places but this is only the beginning of sorrows and some of y'all gonna go through stuff hallelujah people are gonna turn against you simply because you won't give up my name simply because you fell in love with me some of y'all gonna get and thrown in jail and uh, some of you are going to be questioned and pull on the carpet uh, because they know you praise Jesus uh, hallelujah they won't like you on the job they, they won't like you in school all because uh, you refuse to give up Jesus uh, they're going to want you to worship Allah but that's not my name they're going to want you to bow down to confusion but that's not my name they're gonna get upset because uh, you won't bow down to Buddha but that's not my name there, there is no other name given unto heaven where we must be saved hallelujah I'm not Buddha I'm not Confucius they buried them but when they buried me I got up on the third day and when I got up, I had all power, hallelujah, in my hands. You've got to bow down to me. And if you don't bow now, you'll have to bow later. It's in my word, every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Scream down your row and tell them Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus. Oh, Jesus is Lord. Say it out of your mouth. Scream it beyond your mask. Let the devil hear you say it. Jesus is Lord. He's Lord of my life. 
He's the Lord of my finance. He, he's the Lord over my body, over my mind. He's Lord. And if you don't like it, that's too bad. Jesus is Lord. I gave him my life. And I'm glad about it. Scream at somebody. I give you permission. Yell at him and say, Jesus is Lord. And uh, uh, he continues. Uh, uh, and by the time uh, he gets down to the 14th verse, uh, Jesus is talking to them about great tribulation. Uh, hallelujah. I believe Jesus was letting them know if you don't get yourself together, you'll have to go through a great tribulation. And uh, if you think what's happening around you now is bad, uh, you fool around and miss me when I come for you. What you'll go through then is worse than anything you see now. And he keeps on talking and by, by the time he gets down to the 24th verse round, he starts talking about the fact that after tribulation he he's going to come in judgment. Hallelujah, I can't in peace this time but when I come back with my church I'm going to establish a millennial kingdom upon the earth but oh when we get down to the 32nd verse and when I got here my soul began to tingle on the inside because now he's reflecting on the fact that I'm coming before tribulation I'm coming to get my babies before hallelujah all that breaks out in the land it's unexpected nobody knows the day nor the hour when the son of man shall come but I want all my babies to be ready I want you to be ready missionary preacher choir member I don't just want you to sing and preach about me but I want you to expect me anytime I don't just want you to come to church every Sunday but I want you to be ready because I may show up Monday morning I might show up on a Saturday night and I want you to be ready when I come scream down your row and tell them you better be ready don't you waste all this time in church and you ain't ready when Jesus comes all this singing you've been doing and you haven't been using your time wisely living like you got all the time in the world baby what if you die tonight and you die in your sin never gave it up you better let go of it now and say even so come Lord Jesus I got up this morning to tell somebody you don't know how much time is left if you're playing stop playing if you're running from God you better turn around and run to God <laughs>
because I feel it in the atmosphere the signs are all around me Jesus is getting ready to crack the sky thank you Lord and he tells them but of the day and hour no man knows not even the angels in heaven but only my father knows and just like the days of Noah hallelujah so shall the coming of the son of man be because in those days before the flood they were drinking and partying they were getting married and having babies but they wouldn't get ready for the flood you heard the preacher say it's gonna rain and you laughed at it and some of y'all are doing it today Jesus said I'm coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle and you still won't get ready but ready or not I'm coming back thank you Lord Jesus said they didn't know when the flood would come but it came and washed them away it's gonna be the same way when I come back he said there'll be two of y'all in the field I'm gonna take one and leave the other I'm gonna take the one with the Holy Ghost hallelujah the one that was living right thank you Lord two laying in the bed I'll take one and I'll leave the other thank you Father two women grinding in the mill I'm gonna leave the gossiper and take the praiser I feel your Holy Ghost hallelujah so watch cause you don't know the day nor the hour but tell your neighbor but he's coming back did you hear what I said I said he's coming back did you hear what I said I said he's coming back did you hear what I said I said he's coming back scream at somebody and say neighbor if you want to know what time it is it's time to live right it's time to be right it's time to be ready cause Jesus is coming again say yeah say yeah you need to know some things before I take my seat number one you need to know that the rapture is coming at an appointed time 
You won't see it on anybody's calendar. God said it's on my calendar. I know when I'm coming. I'm coming to get you. After all the crying and suffering you've done, I'm coming to wrap my arms around you. Even if you've been buried, but dead in Christ, will rise first. And those who remain will be caught up to meet me in the air. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss the flight. Be ready in your mind. Be ready in your heart. Be ready. Thank you, Father. And the next thing you need to know, remember, you ain't home yet. Scream at somebody. I know it's bad English, but say it anyway. We ain't in school, we're in church. Tell them you ain't home yet, but you're on your way. You remember the song, If I Live Right, Heaven belongs to me. Tell somebody on your bench, I'm on my way. I'm on my way home. That's why Paul said, You want to set your affections on things above. Thank you, Lord. And not on the earth. My mind is on Jesus. My heart is on Jesus. And I love him. And I don't know about you. I want to spend eternity with my Lord. Living. He loved me. Dying. He saved me. Buried. He carried my sins far away. Rising. He justified and freed me forever. And one day, one day, one day, he's coming back. Swing around on your pew and tell somebody behind you, he's coming back. Hallelujah. And the third thing I need to plant in your spirit. Lord. Scream at somebody and tell them you gotta be lights on your feet. What do you mean, preacher? You gotta be able to move when God says move. You gotta be ready to get up. 
and God says get up and we gotta be ready to get out of here when God says it's time to go I don't want to stay here if God don't want me here I don't want to live here if God said this ain't my home I want to be with him right now I feel him on the inside I feel him in my hands I feel him in my feet but one day I won't just feel him but I'll see him face to face I want to hold his hand I want to hold his hand and when I see him I'm going to tell him to his face thank you for saving me thank you for keeping me thank you for picking me up thank you for touching my mind say yeah 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 say yeah yeah I feel like preaching in this house and the last thing I want to plant in your spirit is don't be caught by surprise scream at your neighbor and tell them don't be caught by surprise the preacher told you Jesus is coming the preacher told you stop wasting your the preacher told you to live holy the preacher told you stay saved so if you don't make it it ain't my fault tell your neighbor you already know holiness or hell you already know sanctify yourself you already know that you ought to be a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God point to somebody say you already know yeah yeah thank you Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hear the Holy Ghost say, Time, time, time. Tell them time to walk up right. Time to get closer to me. Time to know me better. Time to love me more. Time to get up and praise my name. Time to do what you know is right to do. Time to say, Yeah, Lord. Time, time. Ask somebody, What time is it? 
Tell him. Come on, tell him, tell him, tell him. It's time to get ready. Get ready. Get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready. Get ready. Get ready, get ready. Get ready. Get ready. I'm coming back. Lift your hand and say, Hey, Lord, come even now. Yeah, Lord, come right now. Even now. No man knows the day nor the hour when the Son of Man shall appear. He says, focus on me. Live according to my word. Yea, take heed and watch. Take heed. Don't take my word for granted. Don't shrug it off, I'm coming. And then he says, watch, which means to be sober, be alert. Yeah, be serious about this, watch and pray. Because you don't know when the time is, you don't know when the time is. Lift your hands. I hear the Holy Ghost say in my spirit, they don't know when the time is. There's a few ways to interpret that sentence. They don't know because they're not discerning the times. Because they're ignoring the plan there. They see it, they feel it, but they're living life as though they don't believe I'm coming for them. They don't know the time. And then there are those because they feel like I'm taking too long to come, that they actually have enough time to do what their flesh wants them to do. But no, Jesus had a conversation, I believe, with, with the rich young ruler. And he called him a fool because he said, tonight your soul can be required of you. you. If you close your eyes tonight and you have not received me totally into your life, then all of your living and all of your accomplishments have been in vain. Even Solomon in his wisdom said, vanity, vanity. All of this stuff, all of this knowledge, all of this money I have, it's all vanity compared to my relationship with God. What time is it, Refuge? It's time to be ready. Time to be ready. Time to be ready. Because he is coming. Lift your hands.
lift your hands. For some of you, it's, it's as simple as saying yes to the Lord. You've been ignoring him for so long, you're used to saying no, no, no. Not yet, Lord, not yet. Not yet, not now. But if not now, when? Because you know not the time. <laughs> you know not the time. You know not the time, but you keep putting him off. You keep, you keep giving him excuses, and you know not the time. <laughs> time to say yes to the Lord and do his will. Who am I talking to? If I'm talking to you, don't be afraid. Come to the altar now. Come to the altar now. If I'm talking to you, don't you leave here without saying yes to the Lord. Come and surrender all. Come to the altar now. The day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Those of you who have connected with us, I want to pray for you. Say yes to him. Say yes to the Lord. Lift your hands right where you are. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Right in that house, right in that office, right in that automobile that you would minister to their hearts and minds. You know what she needs. You know what's been holding him back. Father, loose right now. Bring deliverance right in that space. Bring salvation right in that space. Bring healing and deliverance right in that space. And we thank you and praise you for it. Everyone in the house, put those hands together. Give Jesus some. The altar is still open. Someone needs to come. Want to be ready when the Lord comes. I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to miss out. I want to be ready. Yes, I want to be ready. I want to be ready. I want to be ready when he comes. Come. Come, come. God bless you. Pastor Fields here. I want to thank you for joining us today in our virtual sanctuary, worshiping with us today. I realize that you could have gone to someone else's church, worshiped with another congregation, but I believe God had you with us today, connected with Greater Refuge Temple of Washington, D.C. And we're honored to have you, honored to worship with you. I want you to stay connected with us. Please do. Our technician will put that on the screen, how you can continue to connect with this ministry as we continue to connect with the will of our Father. We love you. We appreciate the time that you spent with us today. And it is my prayer 
that God spoke to your spirit and blessed your very life. God bless you till we meet again. Shalom, shalom. Thank you.